Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sarah Fisher Talks Connective Parenting. This week I want to talk about the topic of patience and yes I know it's boring and it's not sexy and you might be rolling your eyes going really why does she need to talk about patience but actually I think it's one of the most important things and it's something over the last few weeks that I've realised has had a huge impact on me. I'm recording this in lockdown and I know that at times my patience hasn't been what it should be. So yes, it's not an interesting topic necessarily um, and it might be a topic you think, talk about something more important, Sarah, but I promise you this will make a huge change. It really is important that we recognise, particularly at the moment, that we may have less patience, that we may be more frustrated, that we may be more annoyed, all of those things because of the situation we're finding ourselves in. Lockdown is not easy for any of us. Um, And at the point of recording, we're in week 10, it's getting tiring. Some kids are going back to school, which is great. More people are going back to work, but we're still in a very different world to the one we want to be in. And I know that myself over the last few weeks, I've had times when I haven't had much patience where I've just wanted my son to do something right now and just do what he's told the second he's told to do it. And that doesn't always happen, of course, with a teenager. They don't always want to do that, particularly not if you're not asking them in the nicest way. You know, if you're being a bit stressed, a bit uh, short with your tone, all of those things, it's really hard. But time and patience is really important. We need to give things time and we need to be patient because part of this process and part of parenting is really assessing our own parenting skills, the way we're approaching things, the way we're doing things. And if we look at ourselves and we reflect and we think, you know, I'm not doing that brilliantly. I need to change how I'm doing that. It takes time for that change to take effect. We all know it takes at least 21 days to change a behaviour. So we cannot expect ourselves to change things overnight. And that's where this need for patience comes in. Because if we want immediate changes, if we want things to stop straight away, that puts a a pressure on us that makes it very hard. I know sometimes when I'm talking to parents, they want a magic wand. And I understand that. I get that. I've wanted that myself. But there isn't one. But there is time and patience and this approach to really connect with your child. And Over time, you will see changes. And sometimes those changes appear in the most oddest of ways or at the weirdest of times. And you suddenly go, oh, wow, would never have expected that to happen. And that is because you have been patient over the weeks, months or even years. And that change is coming to fruition. But when you want it right now that frustration can actually impact on how quickly that change occurs. When you're in lockdown like we are now, it's even harder because there's lots of pressure and time on you and you want that change now. You don't want to carry on living in this way now. You want it to change. If you're in crisis, if you've got to the point where actually the situation at home is really, really bad then absolutely understandably you want change and you want it now and you need it now. And, and, and that is one of the hardest parts of this. 
having that patience, having that ability to sit and say, do you know, I need to sit back on this. I need to think about how I can change how I'm responding so that we get the results over the longer term. But all of us, like anything, we want rapid results. We want them right now. Um, that's the same for, you know, anything. If you wanting to, I don't know, lose weight or learn to run a marathon or anything, lots of us want to see change immediately. And we live in a society where, you know, you can order something online and in some cases it arrives the same day. We're used to instant feedback. We're used to instant things happening. And yet when it comes to behaviour, change is often slower. It takes longer. And, and that can be hard to reconcile with our instant world. And I think that's where we have to be really thinking about how we learn to live with the fact that change will take longer. And yes, you, you, some things will change quickly. And I have seen some parents, you know, see results very, very quickly. And others have had to wait quite a long time before they've seen any noticeable change that doesn't mean little things weren't changing along the way they often were but those things felt like they were taking a long time to come if we want immediate results then yes old traditional ways of parenting like the naughty step or being grounded may make us feel like we are getting immediate results and that might make us feel good because we're hitting that need for immediacy. But actually, that's not often changing behaviour over the longer term, particularly not with children who have uh, a trauma background or SEN or any of those things. And actually, we know that it doesn't work for a lot of children, full stop, or a lot of adults. Um, if, if we relate this to, say, a diet, many of us might start a diet on Monday and we'll be really, really good on Monday and we're, you know, not eating anything that's deemed unhealthy and we're being extra good and we might stick to it on Tuesday. By Wednesday, we haven't seen a two stone weight loss and we give up because we haven't had that immediate result. And we all know, you know, that's not never going to happen. You're not going to lose two stone in two days, but we want to see an immediate result and it's very easy to fall off the wagon and believe it's not working. But actually, had we persevered, had we had some patience, we would have started to see change and probably quite quickly, probably within a week or so in that situation. And it's exactly the same with ourselves and our children. We have to persevere to give ourselves and our children and our families the best chance of change over the longer term. So we need to have patience, as I said, with ourselves because we are changing. We are changing our own response. And when we get it wrong, beating ourselves up, feeling guilty, feeling like we're a failure are all really common feelings, but none of which are really helping us. And I know that I've done that in the past. I felt like the worst parent on the planet and that I should always be able to get it right. But the reality is I don't always get it right and I can't always get it right. And I won't always get it right because I'm not perfect and I'm not aiming to be perfect. And I'm learning to have more patience with myself and to say, Jim, I got that wrong. OK, what can I learn from it? What do I need to do differently next time? OK, move on. And, and, and that is helping. And that's how we have patience with ourselves. We need to have patience with our partners. So often I talk to couples and there is obviously a clear um, 
how should I put this, disagreement, let's, yeah, let's use that word, in exactly how they should be parenting their children. And that might be across the board or it might be with certain issues like, you know, um, their use of swear language, for example. One parent may go, Jay, what, it's just not a priority right now. I'm not worried about it. And the other parent may be wanting to really clamp down on it and make sure that the child knows it's totally unacceptable. And that's okay. Neither approach is right or wrong. But it's about having patience with our partners as we work through and agree where our priorities sit and what we're going to deal with, rather than getting really annoyed with them for necessarily not doing it exactly as you want or um, expecting change to happen really quickly. We need to have patience with our children as well, because in the same way that it's taking time for our behaviours to change, it will take time for our children's behaviours to change. And I think in many cases, that's often longer. We have to change. We have to be as consistent as we can with that change. Then we start seeing changes in our child's response. So there will be a bit of a delayed effect on that before we start seeing um, the change in behaviours. And as I say, sometimes it is you'll see change very quickly. Um, you know, that delay may only be 10, 15 minutes. Other times that delay is days or weeks. And that's where it can become very hard to keep going with something if you're not seeing an obvious change. The other thing or the other people I think we need to have patience with in particular are places like schools because they will take time often to change, uh, to take on board and understand what we're saying to them, what our child's needs are, what our situation is at home, all of those things. And I know there's an understandable frustration when that isn't dealt with straight away. You know, why can't schools just do this? It's not difficult. I understand it. And in some cases it might not be, but obviously they have processes and procedures they need to to work through to implement that change. And unfortunately, that's not always, you know, instantaneous. So I think we need to have patience with schools. I'm not saying they shouldn't necessarily change things. I'm just saying we need to have a little bit of patience with them. It may also be with those around us who are helping us and supporting us that it takes them time to get things done because they've got so much they need to do. Um, and, you know, sometimes people don't always respond as quickly as we want them to. And that's really frustrating, particularly if you're in crisis and you need help right now. You know, you shouldn't have to wait. But the reality is we do sometimes. And I think all of this, it sounds like it's all coming back to us, you know, and I'm not saying that everything is our fault for not having enough patience as a parent absolutely not but I am saying that one of the things I have learned and am still learning is that when I get stressed about somebody else not doing something in the time frame I want or the way I want the only person that suffers from that is me because I then carry that stress around and carry it into all of the other relationships that I have and that thing that's stressing me out or that person that's stressing me out may have nothing to do with the other relationships. So it impacts everything across the board. And what I've learned and am learning as a parent, but as a, as a person is that the more patience I can have with myself and my own feelings, and the more I can recognize that actually where I have that kind of ability to go, do you know what? It hasn't happened straight away. It doesn't matter. It's okay. The calmer everything is, the better the relationship I have with my son, the better friendships I have, um, the better I'm able to move other things forward in other areas of my life. And so that's really what I wanted to share today. 
Um, and I know, as I said at the start, it's not a sexy topic. It's, it's you know, one of those things that I can imagine there's a few people rolling their eyes, a bit like when I mentioned self-care. Um, but it is important. And in many ways, you know, this is a way of self-care. This is a form of mental health self-care and emotional health self-care because you're releasing some of the pressure and the stress by just giving yourself some breathing space and some patience with yourself and with those around you. So I hope this has been helpful. I know it's slightly different to the um, podcast that I knew, normally share, but it's just a topic that's been kind of sitting in my head for a while. Um, and I really wanted to share, particularly now while we're in lockdown and as we come out of it as well, because everybody is feeling different about coming out of lockdown. And I think we have to have patience and understanding for every different opinion. Um, but I hope this has been helpful, as I say. Um, if you would like any more support, do come and join me. Um, I've either got the free Facebook group and you are more than welcome to come in there. And all of the links will be on the show notes as well. Um, or there's other ways that you can help um, get support from me. You can help and support each other. And I will put the link to my website on there as well. So if there's anything you want to have a look at, don't hesitate to get in contact. That's the end of this episode of Sarah Fisher Talks Connective Parenting. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.